Shalom, good morning, welcome to Life Bites. I pray that God's love and grace will always be your strength. Now let's pray. Father God, we thank you that your word is truth. Truth that lives, truth that liberates, truth that shines like light in the darkness. And so Lord, let your truth shine in our hearts today so that we are liberated to live in your light. Speak to us again, Lord, today as we humble ourselves before you. And we pray all this in Jesus' name, our Lord and Savior. Amen. In episode 9 and 10, we've discussed about the Antichrist and how to ensure we do not fall into the trap of becoming the Antichrist, which can happen to any of us if we are not careful. Now, next, we could see the Apostles' concern is still to ensure that the church would remain strong in the truth and not be led astray. Today, we're going to continue reading from 1 John chapter 2, verses 24 to 27. NIV, verse 24. As for you, see that what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. If it does, you also will remain in the Son and in the Father. 25. And this is what he promised us, eternal life. 26. I am writing these things to you about those who are trying to lead you astray. Now we will read verse 27 later. So I'm going to pause here. Let me just begin with a story here. Now, once I have a friend texted me a photo of an electronic keyboard, music keyboard, electronic keyboard, and said her friend wanted to buy a bigger one for her daughter and so wanted to give this away. So asked if my church uh, wants to have it. Now, of course, I looked at the picture. I said, wow, of course, we would love to have it. I'm really thankful for that. Because I thought maybe I can use it for uh, some of our smaller meetings. But when the keyboard was delivered to me, it's actually a toy keyboard. Yeah, a toy keyboard. Mainan, kanakana. So, the size of that keyboard is just from my elbow to my wrist. Is that small, actually. It's a very tiny toy keyboard. And it cannot even be powered on. Basically, it's just a toy keyboard, right? So, well, I was deceived by the photo. Even my friend, too. Because it really looks real and big as far as the photo is concerned. You see, friends, there are people... In fact, for the past 2,000 years, who has never stopped trying to lead the people of God astray with false teachings. Now, false teaching is counterfeit. Looks real, but it's not. It's something taken from the original and twisted to look and sound like the original, but it is not. Because that's the devil's weapon ever since the Garden of Eden. Counterfeit takes the word of God and he twists it. Now, we have talked about Eve in episode 7. But let me expand that a little bit more. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 1, the serpent asked Eve, Did God really say you must not eat from any tree in the garden? See, friends, God actually didn't say that. God didn't say you must not eat from any tree in the garden. But what did God say? God said you are free to eat from any tree in the garden. 
but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat of it, you will surely die. Genesis 2, 16-17 You are free to eat from any tree. God didn't say you must not eat from any tree in the garden. See friends, God gave a command of freedom, not of restrictions. But the devil twisted God's word to make it sound like a restriction. See, now for Eve, instead of seeing that God has given her the full freedom to eat from all the trees except one, she now begins to see that God actually restricted her. Now, and the devil seized the opportunity and said to Eve, you will not surely die. Genesis 3, 4. Now, that's a direct contradiction to what God said. Because God says you will surely die if you eat from a tree of the knowledge of good and evil, right? See, once the devil has successfully deceived us by twisting God's word, he will then speak words that are against what God said and make us think that that is the truth. See, then the serpent went on to say to Eve in verse 5 of chapter 3, Genesis, For God knows that when you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God knowing good and evil. See, that's not what God said. But you see, these words are made to accuse God of withholding something good from man. But hey, not at all. That's not the intention of God. Now, this is the problem. Because we always want things our own way. So when the word of God or even good advice from our pastors, our parents are against our own ways, we tend to think that they are mistreating us. And so we rebel, just like if, and we think that is the right thing to do in the name of freedom. So John says in verse 25 that we have read earlier, and this is what God promised us eternal life. That's exactly the promises of God in the Garden of Eden, eternal life. Basically, the readers of 1 John should realize that that was what Adam and Eve gave away, eternal life, when they were led astray by the serpent. So what did John say in verse 24? He said, what you have heard from the beginning. In fact, John uses this phrase, a few times in this letter. The most prominent one is the very first words he started the letter with. 1 John chapter 1, verse 1, if you remember, that which was from the beginning. What was that from the beginning? He goes on to say, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. It means what you have received and taught first before the counterfeit comes. These are things that are fully backed up by first-hand encounter with Jesus of Nazareth and not a myth nor or any self-claimed spiritual encounter with God but without eyewitnesses. You see, friends, counterfeit always comes only after the genuine comes. See, the original banknote is always printed first before the criminals print counterfeit notes, right? See, what John is saying, please guys, know the truth. Know the scriptures. See, when something comes up, 
check against the scriptures, the original first. Now, let me give you an example. There was a book, a fictitious book, fiction, written by Dan Brown in the year 2003 called The Da Vinci Code, which later was produced in a movie. Probably some of you have heard of this book or read this book before. And this book is actually a conspiracy that Jesus and Mary Magdalene had a relationship and gave birth to a child. Now, you see, I remember I spoke with a Christian about this book that he read, and I read it too. And he believed what was written in that book, and in the end, he left Christianity. He left Jesus. And so I remember I asked him, see, friends, have you first read the Gospels completely in the Bible, right? The four Gospels. Have you read it like completely first before you read this book? Have you studied the historical evidence of the Bible first? And he just kept quiet. He didn't reply me. See, friends, my point is this. That is the problem with us. Even before we read the originals, we will want to read or see what is the counterfeit first. And that is why we are easily deceived. See, what John said, not just what you have heard from the beginning. He says that see that what you have heard from the beginning. In other words, make sure what you have heard from the beginning remains in you. If it does, you also will remain in the Son and in the Father. That was make sure the original truth remains in you. The word remain, meno, M-E-N-O, which means leaves in you, abide in you. And of course, if it does, you also will remain in the Son, abide, live in the Son of God and in the Father. Now, we've talked about this word meno in episode 8. Remember that? Please listen to the episode 8 again if you have missed that. Now, for John, this is an extremely important word. He uses this word many times in this letter. In fact, we can see it in just these few verses we have read, uh, the many times that he used this word meno. And in verse 27, now let's look at verse 27. I want you to pay attention to these two repeated words, anointing and remain. Let's read. As for you, the anointing you received from him remains in you, and you do not need anyone to teach you, but as his anointing teaches you about all things, and as that anointing is real, not counterfeit just as it has taught you, remain in him. So remember, we've learned about this anointing, this word anointing in episode 9, which John spoke in verse 20. But you have an anointing from the Holy One, and all of you know the truth, Now, which is referring to the spirit of truth that John mentioned in the Gospel of John chapter 16, verse 13, that will guide us into all things. And here in 1 John, he said, will teach us about all things. See, friends, when the original truth 
that which was from the beginning really lives in us means we will certainly have the anointing which is the spirit of truth living and working in us. Why? Because John says in John 16 verse 13, the spirit of truth will not speak on his own. He will speak only the word from the Father. In other words, the anointing, the spirit of truth will not remain, live in us if we do not fill our lives with the word of God. Because he has got nothing to work on in our lives if we do not have the word of God. That's why John says, you do not need anyone to teach you. Now, he didn't mean that we are so clever that we do not need any teachers to teach us. But the context that he's talking about is the false teachers who teach false teachings to lead God's people astray. You don't need these people to teach you because you have the spirit of truth, you have the word of God, and you have the spirit of truth living in you and working in you. See, when we truly have God's word living manner in us, then the anointing, the spirit of truth, can really be our teacher that will teach us all things. That's why he said that anointing is real, not counterfeit. It means you can easily identify what is counterfeit and what is truth when we have the spirit of truth living inside us. Amen? See, friends, John is not talking about the anointing that nowadays a lot of denominations termed it as charismatism or moving in the power of the Spirit or power to perform miracles or the supernatural. Not, not all that. Don't be mistaken, right? Now, friends, please don't get me wrong. I am a firm believer of the manifestation of the gifts and the miraculous power of the Holy Spirit according to the authority of the scriptures. Now, I believe in healing and miracles by the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe all that. But what John is talking about here is that the anointing, the spirit of truth that remains, that leaves that manner in us, is to help us to identify what is truth and what is counterfeit, what is real and what is lies, including we can tell if certain healing movements or supernatural activities or miracle workers, whether they are counterfeit or they are really from God. And this anointing, this spirit of truth, when he lives in us, we can tell if certain teachings are false or true, whether they are according to what was from the beginning, which is the word of God. Let me finish with this illustration here. What does it mean to have the anointing living in us? Now let me play a musical note. Now friends, if you have perfect pitch, you can tell that was a G note, right? Now if you ask any musician or musically gifted person, when they hear a wrong note played, for example, if the note G is supposed to be played, but instead E was being played. Now these musicians, they can tell immediately. In fact, sometimes they would get agitated when a wrong note is being played. 
Similarly, for anyone who has the anointing of the Spirit of Truth living in them, they would be able to identify easily if something is a counterfeit, automatically can sense something is wrong against the Word of God. In fact, they too will get agitated by all these false teachings. You see, friends, there is no other way to play a G note to make it sound like a G note. There is only one single standard that defines that note is a G note. The very original G note, which was from the beginning, when music was introduced to humanity. See, any other sounds differ from this original G note is definitely not a G note. For a skilled musician, he can tell the note easily because music is in his blood. Similarly, for a person who loves God's word and has the anointing of the spirit of truth, he can easily tell if a certain teaching is counterfeit or real. Let us reflect. Friends, do you have God's anointing, the spirit of truth living inside you? If yes, how sure are you? If no, can I invite you to humble yourselves today and ask God to fill you with the anointing of the Spirit of Truth right now? Let's pray. Father God, we thank you that you have promised to fill us with the anointing of the Spirit of Truth. And with that, we can truly live victoriously. Father God, I pray for each person who is listening to this right now and responding to your word today. You see their desire to be anointed by the Spirit of Truth. Feel them, Lord, right now. I release this anointing in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, over every listener right now. Just as you have already promised us that for anyone who is in Christ Jesus, you will give us the Holy Spirit that will guide us into all truth so that we can defeat the serpent and live a victorious life. See friends, if you desire to be filled with this anointing, you must believe and receive and lift your voices right now to thank Him, thank God for giving you, filling you with this anointing. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, I also pray for those who have yet to believe in Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior to also open their hearts to believe and receive right now. Friends, if you do not know Jesus as your Savior and Lord, you too can have Him right now in your life. You just open up your heart and invite Him in. So God, may your grace and blessings always envelop us and our loved ones too. We pray all this in Jesus' name, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Thank you for listening. I hope you've been blessed. Now, if you want to know more about Jesus, please drop me a note. Please allow me to help you. In the next episode, I want to tell you that you can actually be a devil buster. Do you want to be a devil buster? Now, if yes, make sure you tune in to episode 12 coming up this Friday. So friends, to the next Life Bites, continue to have a bite and have a life. God bless you.